Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. We're caught up with David Mason today. He's the CEO of New Peak Metals. They're a project generator. Maybe. They've got seven projects uh, in their portfolio, gold, tungsten, and uh, a portion of oil, too. And we talked to David about timing, financing of this, and where is the uh, value coming from going forward. If you want our thoughts and opinions on the conversation, the company, the projects, uh, and David himself, you can find that at cruxinvestor.com. Com, where we also have market commentary from experts from around the world on a variety of companies and commodities. We've got uh, training courses on there, and we also do summaries of all the interviews that we do just to save you some time because we know you're busy people. But most excitingly of all, we've got a wonderful, thriving community of investors sharing their thoughts and ideas with each other in a nice, friendly, and safe environment, free from all that judgment, trolling, and abuse you may see elsewhere. So go and join them, cruxinvestor.com. David, how are you, sir? I'm very fine, thank you, Matthew, and uh, great to catch up again. Yeah, it's been a couple of months. It's been a couple of months, but we'd uh, check in with you and see how things are progressing. First of all, how was your weekend? The weekend was great and uh, accomplished another uh, uh, quite incredible bike ride for a plus 60-year-old gentleman. Uh, 120 kilometres uh, Sunday morning, 1,000 metres of elevation climbing. Survived it, no crashes, uh, enjoyed it immensely, have uh, a number. I'm here in Jakarta, uh, so uh, it, it takes 50 k's to ride out of Jakarta till you get to the hills. Uh, then you ride 10, 20 kilometres through the mountains. Uh, and uh, I have a number of uh, younger uh, Indonesian uh, uh, colleagues who I ride with. Most of them you just meet on the street uh, and you start riding and uh, you have a great day. So very impressed. Uh, uh, and looking forward to chatting with you, Matthew. Thanks, fantastic, fantastic. There's a really big cycling community in this investing world. I'm meeting like we've got so much in I mentioned, I think, once that I'm taking up cycling, and of course, then boom, in, incoming, lots of advice where to buy bikes, websites to go to, uh, and of course, I'm just a little bit uh, unfit at the moment. So I'll get there. I'll get there. I, I'm not sure yeah. I could do 120. You, you don't look. You don't look unfit, Matthew. Uh, uh, e- either you've got special mirrors or lighting in your room, but uh, or otherwise. Uh, but no, you look. Uh, you look uh, very fit and healthy. I and assure you. I assure you, Dave. The, the legs have gone. They, they'll get there. They'll get there. I'll get back to it. Um, brilliant. And, and so, and to, sorry to stick with this. Not everyone wants to hear about cycling, but maybe some people do. Um, so, the types of bikes you'd use in Jakarta to go cycling 120 kilometers up up a hill. Do you need like, yes, special yeah. wheels? Because uh, what are the roads like? It'd be lovely to have an e-bike or uh, or something. With that. But no, we uh, the internal engine uh, uh, is ourselves. Uh, but what I have to say is, it's it's really this COVID uh, pandemic thing that's really brought cycling to the forefront in a place like Jakarta. It's just absolutely exploded. Um, uh, it's given people uh, an opportunity to get outdoors and, and to keep fit. Uh, they've got special bike lanes uh, all through Jakarta now, which is really exceptional. Uh, vehicles on the road are, are starting to share responsibility. Uh, and I have to say, you know, Jakarta, there's what is there, 25 million people. Uh, there is uh, a small percentage of uh, people with a lot of money. And some of the bikes you see on the road out there are just incredible. Pinarellas, uh, Cervelos, you name it, these are... 
This is a $15,000, $25,000 carbon uh, bikes. And, uh, you know, coming up from Australia, uh, I brought up my uh, five dollars $7,000 Trek, which is a very nice carbon bike. But uh, sometimes you feel a little out of place with both the quality of the bike uh, and the clothes. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a bit of a trend uh, here to, uh, to show off one's, uh, probably show off one's wealth. Wow. <laughs> See, I, I find that interesting. The, the kind of, you know, having when you've got countries that kind of go through that, where I'm going to walk to work, or I'm going to cycle to work, I'm now going to uh, motorcycle on some some sort of little you know, 50cc bike, then a bigger bike, and then cars. And so, and it's only when you kind of, you hit that kind of standard of living in a country that people then go back to basics and go, oh, we're going back on a bike again. How no, can come from there? Desperate to leave that spot. To find wealth and then sort of come back to it, but I, I guess the bikes are different. We should probably talk about. We should probably talk about at work, shouldn't we? Let's just, we, we do. I think, oh, I think as much as I would like to spend the next hour on uh, talking about bikes, and maybe one day we will do a show on bikes. But uh, we better we better talk about mining. Um, so I haven't seen you for a couple of months. So why don't you kick off, give people uh, an overview of your business just in one minute, and I'll pick it up from there, and we'll sort of catch up and see what you've been doing in the last two months. Okay, pleased to do so. Okay, so Matthew, New Peak is a gold explorer resource company. Uh, we've got uh, a number of gold projects in different jurisdictions around the world, South America, uh, Australasia, New Zealand at the moment, and Northern Europe, Finland and Sweden. Uh, and our objectives are to find one or more multi-million ounce precious metal, gold, silver, uh, deposit. So uh, it's discovery uh, of, of, those, uh, of one of those projects uh, and then going through a resource definition stage to prove up and define uh, JORC international standards. Now, okay, we're in different jurisdictions. Some people might there, out there might think, oh, wow, you've got too much on your plate. However, we see this as an opportunity of, in some respects, balls in the air. Um, and, uh, you know, the, we're very smart people. Uh, when it comes to this discovery of a gold project. So we'll, we'll continue to turn over projects, and but one of those or more of those uh, are going to come to realisation, uh, I believe, uh, this year. Uh, so uh, we're working through the projects we have. We've, uh, we've had a number of projects over the years. We've discarded those that we don't believe uh, are worthwhile and we've picked up new ones. Uh, and so we're working towards that goal uh, of the discovery uh, and then the subsequent definition of a okay, multi. Well, 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 let's talk. Let's talk about this because it is kind of confusing for people. You're 11 million market cap, 11 million Aussie, okay. And I get the track record. We've, we've been over business plan, strategy, track record, and all that last time. So people should look at the link below to, for that discussion. But just a need to remind viewers, and I need for new viewers to understand what it is that you you do. So it sounds like. You, I get the multiple bulls in the air, it gives you optionality, but at the same time, you need the cash to bring those forward. You've got seven projects that I'm aware of, mostly gold, some tungsten in there too. How does a company with 11 million, and how much cash have you got? A bit over a million dollars. Right, how does a company like that move these projects forward meaningfully? Okay, so uh, so our, our strategy is, uh, yes, we are a smaller company, uh, and uh, we have a number of projects, and they all require certain amounts of cash. They don't require great amounts of cash. Our philosophy and strategy is once we 
believe that we really have an exceptional project, uh, we will then look to others to come and joint venture with us. So uh, we, we, we prefer always to raise our own capital uh, in the equity markets and to invest that in our projects. But if we feel it's more prudent uh, to take on a, a joint venture partner, we will bring those partners into that particular asset. They're all, all our projects are structured in these different countries uh, in their own individual companies, in domestic companies. It's a very simple thing uh, to either raise funds at the project level or to bring a joint venture partner in at the, at the, at the asset level. So what are you? Are yeah. you a project generator? No, 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 not a project generator. We we are we are looking we are looking to create wealth for our shareholders, and we will do that in uh, whatever way we believe is the give me, best. Give me a couple. Give me a couple. Show me how. Tell me how you're going to create wealth based on the assets you've got now. What, catchy. what do you do? Let me talk about Catchy. We've just finished uh, our maiden drilling program at Catchy. Uh, we uh, we've done two and a half thousand. That's Argentina. Sorry, yeah, Argentina, Desiato Massive. Uh, we're in amongst uh, Cerro Negro, Newmont, uh, uh, Vanguardia, Anglo Gold. We're in, we're in amongst uh, Yamana, Ceramoro. These are all multi-million ounce, principally gold with silver uh, mines uh, and very, you know, large resources. Catchy, we believe, is going to be one of those. What this drilling program proved to us is that putting two and a half thousand metres into the ground in a project that's got 10 kilometres of length and five kilometres of width. So let me just repeat that. 10 kilometres by five kilometres. It's a huge area. Two and a half metres. We've identified, we identified through surface exploration about 15 major targets. So these were vein systems sitting on the surface with anomalous gold silver. Some of these veins are five, 10 metres in width. Uh, and some of the gold grades and silver grades were bonanza uh, uh, in, in, in quality. We put a few holes in each of those targets. 80% of, those, uh, of that drilling uh, brought back uh, anomalous gold results to us. But what it also has shown to us is that it's a huge area and like the Cerro Negros, like the Vanguardias and the Cerro Moros, it's going to need time, effort, patience and dollars to actually get to that discovery and define that very, very large gold precious metal system. So in this case, we will go out to the marketplace and look for a joint venture partner to come in and support New Peak in moving that project forward. So our next plan is uh, drilling in uh, late this year. Uh, so it'll be summer 2021 in Argentina. Uh, we are already in the marketplace seeking a joint venture partner to come in and to provide support to New Peak to move that project forward. Right, but if I look at some of the grades there, I mean, it's two and a half thousand meters, first of all, right? So have you drill, drilled all two and a half thousand? Yes. You have, okay. But so so give, give me the sorts of grade. I've seen the highlights in the press release, but you know, it all seems quite low grade stuff. I mean, who's gonna be attracted to that? Uh, well, there's some thicker intersections that have low grades. So 20, 30 meters running just under one gram. Okay, so, you know, that's 
that's anonymous gold. Uh, you know, what, what, and, and, and then within that, you've got up to five grams of gold uh, and some silver and some base metals uh, in that. Look, um, it's not 10 metres at 50 grams per tonne, but we believe we're very close to that. Uh, I, we've done a lot of, uh, we've had a lot of discussions with a number of the proponents who have worked in the Desiato Massive in southern Argentina. And they all say the same thing. It's time, effort, metres, dollars to get that discovery, but it'll be there. You're very close, but you need some more work to actually get it there. And that might be at 50 metres or 200 metres in depth. Uh, and it might be five metres or 20 metres a long strike. So uh, it's just persistence to, to find well, Show it. me how you do that. Do you have time, money and effort uh, to give to that project? As you said earlier, we've got a bunch of projects. We're very quick and we've, you know, we've had projects in the past and we've been them. What, what's the decision making process? What does this need to show you or a potential JV partner for you to go, I think I can monetize this or I've got to bin it? What's that thought process? Well, the, well, the thought process is that uh, the data is very clear uh, when you evaluate it. Uh, to show you that it's anomalous. There's, there's absolutely no doubt about it. It's anomalous. Uh, and when you put that into perspective in the region, uh, it doesn't take much for uh, a third party to come in and evaluate that information. And we have a number of third parties evaluating it with us at the moment. Let's face it, we've just completed the drilling a few weeks ago. We're just, we've just got the results back. We're ourselves under, uh, undertaking a comprehensive uh, review and analysis of all that data. But we've invited others to come and join us. And uh, we believe uh, that over the next couple of months, one of those potential suitors uh, will be interested in moving that project forward with us. Right. So, and those those suitors will, you know, continue to explore with their dollars, and you will take some kind of I don't know how would how would how, what would that deal look like? We're, we're, we're uh, you know a negotiation is a negotiation, but to give you a general picture, uh, we're quite happy to let a majority of that project in the hands of a good quality suitor, a good quality company, come in and take a majority immediately to fund that project to, let's say, defining a certain sized jork resource, gold jork resource, okay? So I, I'm not going to necessarily put dollars uh, on that. I will let them carry out their own program it's their decision what they do, how much they spend, uh, and when they get to that point, and we believe that point is there at some stage in the future, they will have earned that large majority stake. We retain a stake. We will fund that stake going forward. We may give them an option on uh, taking, out, taking us out 100%. Those are sort of negotiating factors that we'll look at in the future. But the big uh, and major point, I guess, is that, you know, we're quite happy to work uh, with a, a good quality partner that we believe can take that project forward. And let's face it, uh, a smaller piece of a bigger pie uh, is, uh, is something really attractive uh, to New Peak, to the board of New Peak, but particularly to the shareholders uh, of New Peak. That sounds like project generation to me. What, what, what am I getting wrong here? You tell me it's not. Uh, 
There's nothing wrong with project generation, but I'm, I'm trying to understand the model. Uh, yes, okay. So um, uh, Newpeak is a small company at the moment. If we were a medium-sized company, and we will be at some stage uh, in the medium future, and we had the capability of raising uh, funds on a particular project, uh, we would do so and we would, we would retain it and do it all ourselves. However, we've, as you as you've have said earlier, we have a number of projects, Finland, New Zealand, Sweden. The Finland projects, just as an example, discovery has already been made there. So catchy, okay, we've got anomalous gold, but the big anomalous discovery hasn't been made. Finland, it has. Uh, Satalamaki, Hopiavari, two projects that we have in Finland. There's some exceptional drilling that's gone on previously, uh, some, some thick intersections with very high grades. A company like uh, ourselves needs to put things into perspective, exactly as you've said, Matthew. We believe that drilling Finland, and we'll be drilling Finland late June, early July. We've got a program being designed and implemented at the moment. And, and that's initially uh, drilling in those areas where those very anomalous gold grades and thick gold grades are. We believe that we'll be able to move that project forward to achieve a Jork International Standard resource quicker, more efficiently, more cost-effectively than we could do at Catchy by ourselves. With how much money? At Finland? Yeah. Uh, Finland, a million dollars. So a million dollars will get us up around the 3,000 metres of drilling. But you've got a million dollars today, right? And all of it's going to Finland, is that what you're saying? Uh, no, I, uh, uh, younger, smaller companies like ourselves are often in the marketplace to raise capital. Uh, we have plans in place uh, and uh, the market will uh, we'll, we'll see some of those plans. We've indicated those plans very recently. I put out a, an ASX release a couple of days ago uh, indicating we have engaged corporate advisors in the UK uh, and in Europe. Uh, we've got very substantial promotional activities going on in Europe at the moment. Uh, just let me make a, a brief statement about that. We are now listed in Frankfurt. We're now dual listed. We have, we have European uh, gold uh, and strategic metal projects in Finland and Sweden. The Europeans have been knocking at our door for a little while. Uh, we've, we've heard them loud and clearly. Uh, I believe and New Peak believes that it's now time uh, to consider attracting some of those investors into New Peak. Uh, so over the next shorter period of time, uh, I'm, I'll be in Europe uh, and we'll be looking to crystallise uh, uh, some of that interest uh, and, uh, and looking, and looking at getting some new investors, some new capital and to liquidate that Frankfurt listing such that European investors uh, who feel very comfortable about trading in their own environment uh, can, can commence trading New Peak uh, in Frankfurt uh, and the European market. Do you know what they like in Europe? They like a really tight share structure. You've got like 5.7 billion Aussie shares. <laughs> what are you going to do about yep. it? We, 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 we've discussed that uh, and we'll address that. Uh, the feedback, though, um, uh, our initial feedback uh, from uh, some interested parties is they're not concerned. However, it is important to New Peak. And uh, we, we, we will at some stage look at a structural consolidation of our capital. 
Uh, we'll do it at the right time. We'll make sure we do it so that it doesn't affect our market capitalization in the shorter time. There, shorter term, there's always a risk uh, when you're consolidating your capital. So we'll do it, we'll do it at the right time. Uh, and uh, we're hearing our investors loud and clear on that and, we'll, and, and, and we will implement that. How much are you raising, roughly, range? Uh, I wouldn't like to say just at the moment, but- well, uh, more than a million. It, it will be sufficient funds to, uh, to do this. It'll be sufficient funds to uh, fulfill our drilling objectives in Finland. Uh, I've already mentioned it's about a million dollars. Uh, we are going to be doing some drilling in Sweden on our strategic metals program in the second half of this year. Half a million dollars, probably. Las Apenas in Argentina, let's just go back across the waters. We wanted to implement our Lassipenius drilling program right at this moment. Unfortunately, winter got the better of us. We've had to delay it till the spring summer of Argentina, which is September, October, November. We had planned a bit over a million dollars uh, for that program and uh, some more funds uh, for moving Catchy forward. We don't expect to be doing too much of Catchy ourselves, but uh, that's essentially uh, the program we've got planned uh, for the next six to nine months. That sounds like three, th between three to five, somewhere in there. Who the knows? Mathematics, the mathematics um, is exceptional, Matthew. I know, I know. People say that. I get that a lot. Um, okay, so at least, at least that's clear. So, the, But the order of play for you is catchy on the gold. You've talked about doing, um, getting drilling in Finland later this year, subject to raising this this capital. You've also been um, drilling in uh, New Zealand. I haven't seen any results yet, though. Uh, yeah, assays are uh, it's pulling teeth seriously in New Zealand. It's tough. Uh, you know, there there is some big mines there, uh, and there are some big uh, big amounts of exploration that are going on. Uh, New Peak, unfortunately, has been sitting at the bottom of the pile. However. Uh, we're getting most of the results back in the first two weeks of June. Uh, we'll evaluate those and we'll have all our New Zealand drilling results out by the end of June. Okay, I'll look out, I'll look out for those. Um, so, so back over to Europe. So Finland and Sweden, when you say strategic, you mean, you mean the tungsten project. So um, <clears throat> that, that's next. That's next. That's the next uh, priority for you. And then Los Opinias, I, I guess some, some, somewhere in the middle. So there's, there's a lot going on there. How do you start discounting these projects? Do you start discounting these projects and offloading? Do you just keep them rolling over because you, you feel comfortable that someone will come along, someone will find them attractive? Is that the idea? Continuously, and, and that's the way the market is. Uh, there are always knocks on the door uh, of each of the different projects we have. Uh, uh, we haven't opened the door, we've opened the door on Catchy, uh, but we're not opening the door on the other projects at this stage. We feel we have the ability to raise the funds ourselves and to take those projects to a higher level. Uh, and if, if at that time we, we choose uh, to, to, to look for a joint venture partner or trade the project, uh, then we will consider doing so. Um, we have sufficient funds uh, to commence the drilling in, in Finland. Uh, so, yes, we'll be looking at adding... Uh, to our treasury, but we have sufficient funds to start that program. We believe the initial results are going to be quite good, uh, and so we don't we don't we don't have a concern about starting that program without the full amount in the bank account to complete it. 
we're quite confident. We've been very successful in raising different funds. We're now going to Europe. We're looking at raising funds, getting new investors in Europe on European projects. Completely different to raising funds uh, in the Australian market. Uh, They're apples and oranges in many respects. Looking forward to doing that in Europe now that we're partially a European-based company. I mean, you talk about a scoping study completed at, at the Swedish Tungsten Project, Strategic Minerals Project, however you want to say. What, what do you mean by that? Uh, okay, so uh, we, we have engaged a, a high-level Swedish uh, geological engineering firm called GeoVista. They've been working for a month or so. Uh, they've got another couple of months to go. They are pulling together all the exploration uh, resource and historical mining uh, data and information on our Yorksburg, Bergslagen, Tungsten projects. The work to date and the field work that we completed in Sweden in December showed that it's a, a multi-metal uh, region. Yes, Tungsten's been mined there historic, historically for many years, but they've pulled out a number of other metals associated with that. And the work that we've been doing recently has shown that there's copper, molybdenum, there's gold, there's silver. So we've reclassified Bergslagen or our Sweden group portfolio of properties and termed them strategic metal properties. Uh, those results uh, from GeoVista are coming through. I'll be having a uh, market release in the next week. Uh, happy for investors to look out for that. It'll be an update uh, on what they have achieved to date, how much data, and there's an incredible amount of it, and what early results are coming out of that scoping study. And that will lead uh, in the next month, month and a half, for us to design and plan uh, a detailed, comprehensive exploration program for that Swedish, Swedish strategic metal uh, group of properties, uh, and we'll implement we'll implement that uh, during the latter half of 2021. We will have funds to implement that program later this year. I mean, th- th- those are great headlines because people love strategic. The, the sound of it is very topical. I mean, strategic minerals, right? Critical minerals, rare earths, what are, you know, all, all of those sort of uh, e- e- you know green metals. At the moment, they're also very, very topical. Are you the guy or are you the team to actually move that project forward? Shouldn't you find someone who does that? I mean, and focus on your gold projects. We've got a breadth, a very deep breadth of experience uh, in New Peak. Uh, yes. Look, I think I think you're aware, Matthew. I started as a coal person and 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 moved well and and had various base metal and and precious metal experience along the journey. But you know, um, you know, my chairman Nick Mather has got enormous experience in all various types of minerals, metals, oil and gas, energy. Um, Neil Stewart, who's an advisor, exactly the same. Our exploration manager Jason McDamara comes out of the precious metals and base metal space. We have numerous consultants uh, that are working with us. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm not building New Peak into a, uh, a behemoth. You know, it's, it's we take people on board and engage them as we require. Uh, and so the experience is out there. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we, we don't feel phased whatsoever in working in any 
any type of mineral metal energy. We're focusing on gold at the moment. Europe is very focused on critical and strategic metals, as, as you would know. Uh, we, we, we've taken that on board and, you know, we've elevated Sweden way up there now because some of the information and data that's coming back from this scoping study uh, that we're doing is proving really, really interesting. We'll chase that. It's going to be very valuable for our shareholders. Uh, okay, if at some point we feel it's beyond us or if we feel uh, it more prudent uh, to pull in a joint venture partner, no problem. We'll do that. If it's going to create wealth, well, but you need to do. Don't you need to do that soon? Because it's. But you've been sort of bumping along bottom for a while. Okay, you've got to. You need some quick wins under the belt to allow you the well ability to go and raise more capital because you've shown you've created value, but to actually get some of these projects going. Because you said to me at the beginning, you're not a project generator, but you sort of, you sort of are until the point you can move a project forward yourselves, right? And you have been at this well in the sense that you've you've had a go at the projects, you've discounted projects and, and got rid of them, you've got your portfolio now, you can, you need to show the market that you're capable of creating value. So what are those quick wins? You, you talked to me about Catchy. Is, is, what's the next one? Bergslag? Okay, so on Catchy. Uh, okay, so that first drilling program, um, it didn't give us the huge anomalous discovery we were hoping for. Uh, luck didn't quite play, come our way. It will. So let's go out and find a joint venture partner. Finland, no problem. You know, the results are there. 10, 15 metres thickness running 10, 15, 20 grams per tonne. That is there in Satulamaki and Hopiavori. We're going to be drilling that in, 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 in over the next couple of months. Those results are going to come to the table. We're going to have success in Finland we can't help but not have success in Finland when that's already been achieved. We were very lucky to buy into those projects at very low cost to New Peak. That's more a resource definition program. How big is this thing going to be? Is it several hundred thousand ounces? Is it a million ounces? What is it? That's where we're working towards. And we believe that we'll be able to run, uh, we, we will be able to raise sequ sequential amounts of funding over time. To, to, to ensure that we can move that, uh, those Finland projects forward. Bergslag in Sweden, yeah, just give us a little bit more time. Just, just let us, let us finalise this, uh, this uh, program that we're doing at the moment uh, to fully evaluate everything that's there. For instance, the, the, the Yorksburg uh, tungsten mine, uh, it, it's, 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 I think it's Sweden's biggest tungsten mine, been in operation over many, many, many years. They mined, if I'm not incorrect, 5 million tonnes grading, I don't know, 0.3 or 0.4% tungsten, okay? What, what we have achieved to date in reviewing this information is there's more than likely to be more than a, a million tonnes left in, in that mine. Uh, I, can't, I can't talk too much about that at the moment. Uh, you know, we, 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 we are under confidentiality and we also under corporate compliance, of course. But, you know, some of these things are going to come out over the next weeks to months and we'll get that to marketplace. But when we complete, oh, and the tailings associated with all that historic mining, we are evaluating those tailings dumps. You will have seen in the marketplace 
There are companies that are just reworking old waste dumps and tailings and achieving great amounts of uh, metals uh, from those uh, historic mining areas, gold, silver, tungsten, whatever the metals are. You know, these things were mined 10, 20, 30, 50, 100 years ago, and those companies could not achieve uh, through the processing technology, the recoveries uh, that we can achieve today. We're re-evaluating all those historical waste dumps, tailings dumps, and there will be good, large commercial resources of metals uh, in that area uh, in Sweden, in Bergslagen. So these things, uh, we're, we're still putting them together. Uh, uh, we just need a little more time to do that. So um, when we get to that point in a month or so, uh, yeah, the market will hear all about it. And we will then decide an appropriate strategy and plan uh, to ensure that we as New Peak are capable to running Argentina, New Zealand, Finland, and or Sweden. And if we can't, we'll be, we'll be looking for joint venture partners to assist us and support us. Okay. Well, come on and tell us all about it. So I'd like to, I'd like to see that. I'd like to see what your plan is, how, you know, how you're going to deliver it. And obviously by then, I think you'll be talking to the market about raising capital or should have raised capital by then too. Indeed, indeed. Look forward to that. And of course, the other bow that we have, the other, uh, the other, the, I should say, the other string we have is Lakes Blue Energy. And, uh, uh, you know, we, we, we own 30% of this huge, I mean, this company, it's not so at the moment, but the assets that Lakes Blue Energy has, if anyone would take the time to evaluate that, huge onshore gas resources in Victoria and Australia, Papua New Guinea. Uh, Lakes is not sitting on its, on, 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 sitting doing nothing. Lakes is moving forward with each of those projects. Okay, it's not trading at the moment. Okay, they're working through those matters with the ASX. They will retrade. But irrespective of Lakes not trading, some of those assets are very high value and Lakes will find a way to ensure their shareholders are rewarded for the value of those assets. So why is it, why is it sorry, I was going to wrap up there, but why is it not trading? You know, it's all well and good having stuff in the ground, but it's not worth anything unless you get it, you can get it out and get it out economically. So what's happened there? Why, why are they not trading? So, so they had there was a couple of matters that uh, some reports that they uh, they didn't tender to uh, the ASX at certain times. They've been working in doing that. Uh, they've now uh, they've been putting funds into the company. There's been quite a bit of funding going on. Uh, Lake Bellas, uh, I think they've raised somewhere between five and ten million dollars over the last uh, uh, nine to twelve months. Um, so they've put a lot of money, uh, there's been a lot of money put into lakes. They're advancing their projects. Uh, they drilled the Nangari well in South Australia in the odd way. They got huge amounts of carbon dioxide. Okay, they were looking for, for, for other commercial gas resources. But that, that, that carbon dioxide alone will be a project, I'm sure, that lakes were, will look to develop. The moratorium on onshore gas exploration in Victoria uh, ceases at the end of June, which is a month and a little away. Lakes are making plans to uh, get that expiration uh, in place. Okay, they can fund lakes. They don't need necessarily to be uh, trading on the ASX 
to raise funding. They can look at alternative ways to raise funding. They have done so over the last 12 months or so. So uh, they're moving forward on their projects. They, are, they will be creating wealth uh, for the shareholders of Lakes. Uh, it's, it's a valuable, it, it, for us in New Peak, yes, we would like to have our 30% of Lakes trading on the ASX. However, that's not the only way to create wealth uh, in a company. Lakes may be doing other things to create wealth. We are, we are not in control of Lakes. We, we don't have inside information into exactly what Lakes is doing. But I can assure you that they are moving the company forward and whatever value they create for themselves is creating value for new people. But your, your difficulty in that scenario, if they don't come back on the ASX and they do remain private, is how does how do people judge the value of your share or, or indeed their, their company? Because they don't have to publish any information. Private companies, it's very, very difficult. So for you and your shareholders, you're like, well, what does that mean for us? Whatever they do. Well, they are, no, 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 sorry. They, they, they are just unsuspended. They are not delisted from the ASX. That, that might be a, a misunderstanding. They are still an ASX-listed company. It's just that the shares have been suspended. They have, through corporate governments, they must make announcements to the ASX as they move those projects forward. And they are and they will be making those Okay, uh, so I thought, I thought you said that they, they, they had options, which didn't necessarily mean being on the ASX. Okay. You, uh, you... The options are that who knows what they're doing? Will they sell a bunch of assets or some of the assets and put them in other vehicles, which might be traded? Uh, will somebody come and take over uh, the whole company? Look, love to have their shares retrading re on the ASX, I can sell down. I can make some quick money. Easy, very simple for new people. Love Why, that. What are they worth? What what, what what were they worth before they got they were suspended? Point one five of a cent when they were uh, uh, suspended. Uh, so it was worth to us fifteen million dollars. Um, when they come back and start trading again, will they be point one five of a cent? Will they will they be point three of a cent? Who knows? Let's see what the market values them at. Uh, but whatever they're valued at and whatever they trade at, I can sell down if I so choose and I can get bits and pieces of funding. I don't necessarily need to go to the markets on an individual basis of new peak to raise more capital. I'm hoping that happens. But if it doesn't happen, we will still raise capital in the equity markets. We will look at other, other forms of raising capital in new peak to move our projects forward. Uh, and if Lakes goes off and sells all the assets to... Uh, to um, to Matthew, who who come and pay a you know a, a reasonable market value for it, great. Uh, you hopefully you'll put it into a vehicle uh, that's listed somewhere in the world, and I can trade those shares. Fantastic, fantastic, David. Like I say, do you come back on in a month or so's time when you've yes. got news. Um, I'd love to see how this thing progresses. So appreciate your time today. Uh, I better let you go because it's quite late there in Jakarta. Uh, it's not too bad, not too bad. You know, as you would know, we're uh, uh, 24 hours a day, uh, uh, these things, uh, these days. But it's been a pleasure to talk to you, Matthew, and look forward to uh, catching up in, a, in another month. Uh, and uh, I'm, uh, you know, for all our supporters out there, for our investors, for any, uh, for any people, investors looking to come into New Peak, 
please watch uh, watch us, follow us. Uh, we, we put out uh, ASX releases often. We've got plenty of things happening uh, and we'll have plenty of news and uh, a lot of good news coming to hit the markets in the short to medium term. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to Cruxcast or our website, cruxinvestor.com and of course our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming and we'll speak to you again soon.